Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast Friday morning, last day of the week. And have, I hope you've had a good week, a great week, I should say that. Um, I don't want to just to have a good week. I want to have a great week. And every day is a great day when the Lord's included in your life. And I hope that you've had a wonderful week. And I have, my, as myself, was able to, of course, preach out of town earlier this week with my church on Wednesday for Bible study. And then yesterday, out soul winning and leading a couple people to Christ. That's always a good day. Now we start the um, Friday, the last day of the work week for many. And then tomorrow, of course, many of us will go out soul winning, visiting bus routes, trying to get people in Sunday school classes for a great Mother's Day on Sunday. And I hope that you have a good Mother's Day. You be in church now. Now, moms, um, you, you, you be in church and um, you be faithful to your church. And, um, and let's see what God can do this Mother's Day. Let's pray. How about this? Let's pray that God would um, would save many mothers and fathers this Sunday because mom and dad come to church when they normally would not come. And I hope that that will happen. I hope many children get saved because they'll come because a mama asked them to come. Or how about this? Let's pray that many just get right with God this Sunday. And um, because there's so many people that will come to church on a Mother's Day. And um, as a pastor, one thing I, I kind of encourage pastors and I just want to be cautioning with you got many people, and now, now, now God speaks to you. You lead your church. I'm just telling you. Um, I think one mistake we make as pastors, we feel like we have to preach according to what the day is. And what we don't understand is many people come on those days that probably if we didn't just preach on this one topic, um, Holy Spirit could actually move us. Don't be forced to preach on a topic just because it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever. Preach what the Holy Spirit tells you to preach. Uh, maybe God's bringing in somebody who's just going to get right with God and becomes a great labor in the church, and God's going to use them. But, you know, we, 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 we feel like we have to stick to topics. I want to tell you why. We've let Bible college professors force us into, well, you got to preach on this topic because this is this day. And I'm not against that um, if the Holy Spirit's leading you. But, you know, when I go to a doctor and I ask the doctor what's wrong, I don't want to say, well, you know, today is Mother's Day. So let me give you something that moms need to take. I want them to give me what I need, and that's what we need to do. Let the Holy Spirit tell us what we need. And then you as a church member, hey, get behind your pastor and amen him. And ladies, smile and nod your heads in agreement as he preaches, and that will certainly help him out in a wonderful way. I want to read to you this morning from, um, as we talk about ingredients of productive prayers, from Genesis 24 and verse 42, the scripture says, And I came this day unto the well and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way, which I go. The prayer that I just read to you is one of the great prayers in the scriptures. This prayer was the result of a servant who wanted to please his master quickly. Abraham had sent his servant to find a wife for Isaac. This task alone seemed to be impossible. When you consider that Abraham wanted this servant to find a lady who would leave her family to marry someone that, that she nor family had, never, had ever met. Um, this servant realized the great task ahead. And he realized that the only one who could make this possible was God. And this is what caused this servant to pray. Now, this is what caused him to pray in the manner, and, and it's also what caused him to pray in the manner that he prayed. Now, the ingredients of this prayer is what shows um, uh, shows what makes productive prayers or prayers that 
that do something. So let me share these ingredients with you. First, a productive prayer is a detailed prayer. Now, this servant was very detailed with how with, with God about how he wanted God, how, how he wanted God to answer his prayer. Now, too many people are afraid to be detailed in their prayers because they are afraid that God won't answer their prayers. Now, general prayers, I want you to follow me on this statement. General prayers show no faith because they're, they're general, you're praying in generalities. Whereas when you pray in details, you show faith that God can answer every detail of that faith. Um, when you get past the fear of God not answering your prayers, when you become more specific with your needs. So the fact that your prayer is detailed and what you want from God shows your faith in God's ability to answer your prayer. Illustration. Um, you can pray, God, um, um, keep me healthy. Or you can pray, God, I've got diabetes. And God, I've got cancer. Or God, i got this. Can you heal this? See, there's a difference between the two. Um, we, we often say, God, um, forgive me my sins. And, uh, well, what sin are we talking about? Why don't you become more detailed about your sin? You see, um, uh, is that, that the productive prayer is a detailed prayer. Second, productive prayer is a faith-filled prayer. Now, there is a lot of faith in this prayer of this servant. That is what pleased God. When a believer's prayer is filled with faith, it's when the believer's prayer will please God. Stop dumbing down your prayers out of fear that they may not be answered. And fill your prayers with faith and see God do the miraculous through your life. It is the faith-filled prayer that grabs God's attention because only God can answer prayer. For faith. That's what makes it a faith-filled prayer. Third, Productive prayers are filled with vision. So the fact that the servant asked God to prosper his way shows his vision for God to do was for God to do more for him. Are, let me ask you a question. Are your prayers filled with vision? Do you want God to do greater things through you? There's nothing wrong with the desire for God to do more. Too many people have criticized those who have a desire and a vision for God to do something great through them. But if they read the scriptures, they would see that the great prayers in the scriptures were filled with a vision for God to do something greater. Now, where is the desire for God to do something great in your life? Have you lost that pioneering spirit for God to increase what you have? Have you lost the vision for God to do something great through you because of faithless believers around you? One of the great needs of our day is for believers to have prayers of great vision that takes an omnipotent God to answer. Now, fourth, a productive prayer is always followed by faith actions. Immediately, and this is where we a lot of us struggle, and I'm including myself on this one. Immediately after this servant prayed, he went on his way to do what he prayed. Now, praying and sitting, waiting for God to answer, um, answer your prayer without actions is not faith. It's asking God to be, to be an entitlement, God to give you something without you doing something. God wants to see the faith of the believer before he answers those great prayers of faith. Faith actions always follow your belief that God can answer the prayer. Now, stop waiting for the answer and start doing what it takes for the answer to happen. And you're going to see God answer your prayer. My friend, God wants to answer prayer. And God will answer prayer. 
But now prayer is not really praying if there's no faith involved. It takes faith for a prayer to be a prayer. Because faith is what says, God, I can't do this. I need you. When we know we can do it, you don't have to ask God to give it to you, but you can do it. God sometimes expects us to do things. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you do it without his help, without being spirit-filled. But I'm saying there's some things we can do in our own power. God doesn't need to do it for us. He's given us, he's already given us the strength to do it. But then there's those other prayers, those great prayers, the prayers of faith, that it takes God. Now, my friend, it scares me just like it scares you. But that's when God can show his power through our lives. That's when God can do something mighty in our ministries if we have those faith-filled prayers. My friend, let me challenge you. Be a little bit more detailed in your prayers. Fill your prayers with faith and see what God can do. My friend, God wants to. He says, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show him so strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. God wants to do the miraculous, but he's got to see that we are with, that we trust him enough that we step out and start doing it. And then he comes in and he says, I want to finish. I'll show you what I can do. Oh, my friend, thank God for God that can do something like that. Well, I hope this is a help to you today and I hope it's an encouragement to you. Now, let me remind you this weekend, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.